What up, people? It is Wednesday, July 17th. My name is B. Hills, and this is the Just My Opinion podcast, where I give my opinion on a variety of topics. You can like it, you can hate it. I'm good either way, because it's just my opinion. Uh, First, let me start this week by talking about something I hate talking about, honestly, is the dude in the White House. Um, I wasn't going to talk about him this week, but... He continues to do things that uh, really defies my all-rational reason. Um, so this week, I'm sure you've heard about him telling four congresswomen to, uh, to go back where they came from if they don't like it. And it just amazes me at how people will defend this. Uh, they will defend this person. He's a horrible human being. And for him to be the leader of our country, I'm honestly embarrassed of that. Um, this whole notion of if you don't like it, go back to where you came from. When four, uh, three of the four women he were referring to are United States citizens. Well, they're all four United States citizens, but three of the four were born here in the United States. And the other person, she's been a United States citizen longer than his wife has. And this notion of go back to where you came from, I'm really sick and tired of hearing that because for eight years that Obama was president, um, these same people didn't have that same energy. They had a lot of talk about how they hated him and hated his policies. I don't recall people from the left uh, telling them to go back where they came from if they didn't like it. Maybe some did, but not at the the rate it is now. I've never seen anything like this, uh, and it's very disheartening. I was one with optimism and just said, you know, he only has four years, maybe eight at the most, and it'll be over with. But this dude is doing uh, generational damage to this country and the divide. I've never seen it worse in my lifetime. I'm sure it probably was um, years ago. But as of right now, in my lifetime, um, I'll be 45 in three weeks. I've never seen it the divide worse uh, than what it is now. And... Again, this go back to where you came from comment, people defend that as not racist because he didn't specify a color or a race. Um, But let's look at facts. If you're not a Native American, we're all immigrants. For somebody who hates immigrants so much, he married two of them and his grandparents were immigrants. So I just don't understand this notion and why people support him and they don't call him out on his BS. Uh, It's just disappointing. And I'm seeing a side of people um, that I hate to see that is actually kind of surprising. I just, I never thought there would be people out there that just continue to support this idiot. Um, And they do, they stand by him, they defend him. And Lindsey Graham, I don't know what's wrong with this dude. I don't know what's gotten into him, but he's the worst one of all. These are things I would expect from Fox News and the Fox News supporters, but Lindsey Graham, that's, it, he's on a different level. I, I just don't get it. Um, it reminds me of when I heard his comments and how he's never apologized for anything. Uh, my junior year of high school, I had transferred from a predominantly black school to a predominantly white school. Uh, the school I came from was probably... 85% black. Uh, the school I transferred to going into my junior year 
was about 10% black. And I remember walking down the hall one day and a group of white kids uh, were yelling, go back to Africa. And I just ignored it. I just kept walking. And somebody walked up to me and tapped me on my shoulder and said, hey, they're talking to you. And I looked at them and I said, no, they can't be talking to me because I've never been to Africa and I'm from Dallas. And that was the point I decided that I don't care what people think of me. You know, everybody will have an opinion of you. Um, and I can't let their opinion of me dictate how I feel about myself. So that's why I have the attitude of if you don't like me, that's fine. Because I don't necessarily like everybody either. But I'm not going to openly disrespect them like that. Um, I try to give people the benefit of the doubt who deserve the benefit of the doubt. But overall, my attitude is if you don't like me, that's cool. You have a right. Obviously, you have a reason not to. That's fine. I'm good with that. But it doesn't affect how I feel about myself. Um, So when I hear these comments and when I see the things that's going on now and how divided we are racially, uh, and it's more racial than politically, honestly, uh, in my opinion, it it just brings me back to that my junior year in high school where my school was so divided. um, I hated to go to school every day because I didn't know, you know, it got physical one time and it was very minimal. Um, The guy pushed me. I pushed him back, he pushed me again, I hit him. That was the end of that. So it wasn't mostly a physical confrontation that I had, but it was just the comments uh, about what gang was I in, uh, what kind of guns did I carry. It was just a lot of stereotypical stuff I had to deal with my junior year of high school. But looking back on it, I wouldn't change it because it made me the person I am. I think it made me a stronger person and it gave me a different perspective. Uh, Going to a school where everyone looked like me, I really didn't worry about a lot of stuff. I had a lot of friends, um, and I didn't have to worry about that stuff. You know, there were other things to worry about, but those kind of racial uh, undertones, I never had to worry about. And going to this other school, it was just experiences that I don't think I would have had otherwise, but it opened my eyes to a lot of stuff, so I don't regret it. I'm actually glad I went through it. Uh, My parents were very supportive at the time. I did have some friends at the high school, uh, a few black friends and uh, some white friends that, you know, definitely had my back throughout those times. And, you know, I appreciate that. And it definitely made me the person I am. It gave me the mentality that I have that I'm accepting of all people. Um, I don't care about race or anything like that or um, sexual orientation. I'm cool with everybody. You know, you don't bother me, I don't bother you. That's just kind of my mentality of it. So I just try not to worry about what other people think of me because their opinion of me is none of my business. And it doesn't matter as long as I feel good about myself. I love myself. So if you don't love me, that's fine. I'm I'm good with that and you have a reason not to. Um, So enough of that nonsense. Um, Also, I've kind of been in a mood because I'm looking back at this Florida police officer who was caught planting drugs um, on a lot of people that he arrested. And I think last I heard was like 120 plus cases that have been overturned uh, that this particular police officer was involved in. And, um, you know, he's ruined all of these lives. And I, you know, read an article where some people lost custody of their kids. Some people went back to prison. Um, 
he's ruined all of these people's lives and yeah he's going to jail but these people can't get their time back and it's like something else needs to be done in order to protect people from these bad cops and again as I stated before and I'll continue to state I am not anti-cop I am anti-bad cop and you still see that uh People are calling the police on black people for no reason. I think last week there was a guy standing outside of a building waiting for his friend to come home. And a white guy said he felt threatened. He thought, you know, he was trying to break in or whatever and asked to do for his license and his name and stuff. And it's like, nobody is required to give you that information. Who are you to even ask for it? And then the black guy's friend came up and he felt stupid. But he called the police. Um, I just saw a video today where a black realtor was showing a black guy a house. They had the key to the house and everything. A white neighbor called the police. Police show up with guns drawn, you know, bring them outside, actually handcuffed them until they could figure out what was going on. And come to find out, he was really a realtor. He had a key to the house because the initial report was that uh, it was an off-duty white police officer or retired white police officer who said that he saw two black guys barge into a home. Well, they had a key, so they didn't have to barge into the home. And then later he admitted that he didn't see how they entered the home. And what's going to be the repercussion for him? Because the realtor's son, I think his son was like seven, eight years old, was sitting in the car waiting on him when all of this happened. And what is the repercussion for the person that filed the false police report? But you have these guys traumatized. You have a kid maybe traumatized and not trusting of law enforcement because of these false allegations. I mean, at what point will these people start to be held accountable for making these false claims? You know, these type of issues get people killed. It's just ridiculous. And then we have the people that still licking stuff. Uh, that's stupid. I mean, and they've gone from licking stuff to drinking mouthwash, spitting it back into the bottle, uh, drinking soda, putting that back in the bottle. And all of these idiots, I saw one dude, I just read before I started this podcast that it was a guy, Taco Bell, they had a video of him licking the hard taco shells. And he got fired from his job, but why not be arrested for, you know, food contamination? You know, I think they need to start charging these idiots and it's all for social media likes and um, views on their videos. And it's just stupid. People do stupid stuff for Instafate. And that's one reason why I kind of hate social media. Is because, uh, for one, you have people trying to get famous over doing stupid stuff. You're putting other people's lives in jeopardy and in danger. And tampering with people's food. That's just so stupid. And being videotaping it. That's just ridiculous. So I hope all of them, especially the ones that are on video, um, I hope they get charged. And I hope it's a, a stiff penalty where they understand that their actions are ridiculous and unnecessary and they learn from it. And hopefully that'll show other people not to do it. Um, but on a happier note, I was on vacation last week. I took my trip to Chicago for my family reunion. And I have to say that... Uh, it was one of my favorite trips. My family in Chicago had everything planned out. It was very well organized, and we just had a good time. Uh, surprisingly, 
talking to some of my friends, um, having a family reunion is kind of rare from what they tell me. Uh, I'm used to it because this was our 11th family reunion on this side of the family. Um, the previous one was two years ago in Houston, but the one in Chicago, uh, I went with my parents. We actually drove from Texas to Chicago. That was a, a long drive uh, on the way up. We spent the night in St. Louis, had a good time in St. Louis, went to the casino, which is one of my favorite things to do. Um, went to Chicago. We got to Chicago on the 4th of July. And, you know, just hanging out with the family. It was about 60 of us. Uh, that made it and just chilling with the family was, was such a blessing. Um, we took a tour of the, a boat tour of the Chicago skyline, which was so relaxing. It was just, Chicago is a really dope city. Uh, the architecture downtown of the buildings and it was just cool. You know, the whole thing was cool. I enjoyed time with my family. Um, my cousin's husband, he's a poker player too, like I am. He stopped by my room one night at about 10.30 and asked me if I wanted to go to the casino. We stayed there till like 4 o'clock in the morning just playing Texas only. And it was just fun. I mean, the whole thing, um, the whole reunion was fun. And one of the best parts was I have a friend that lives in Chicago. She came over to visit me at the hotel. And it was the day of our family picnic. And we all had on purple shirts. We had uh, family reunion shirts. They were purple. Um, and she was seeing all these people in purple shirts walking through the hotel, and she just kept asking, is that part of your family? I said, yeah. And she was just amazed at how many people were there, uh, came all over from different states and all over the country just to be there for this family reunion, and she just, she loved it. She said she wished her family did something like that, but I'm just thankful for my family uh, who put this together. We had a good time. They had everything well organized. The food was amazing. Uh, we had a buffet breakfast every morning. Uh, dinner was prepared for us every evening. Um, then we got a chance to you know, hang out and go to the casino, play poker, um, and just spend some quality time together as a family. And we do this in honor of my great-grandmother. And my great-grandmother had 11 kids and four are still alive now. So just honoring my great-grandmother, she was a wonderful lady. Um, I remember her uh, going to her house as a kid and you know, just spending time with her. It was just, the fact that we still do this so many years later, I know she would be proud. I know she's looking down on us and she's happy that you know we're keeping this alive and, and so many people are there to honor her and honor all of those that have passed in the family. So it's, it was just such a relaxing trip and I, I really appreciate my family for putting that together and I appreciate it spending time with everyone that came out, uh, especially my parents, hanging out with them and spending that quality time with them on the drive up there and back was just cool. I, I absolutely have the best parents in the world. Uh, I am so blessed to have both my parents for one still alive and secondly, still married almost 45 years or it has been 45 years so I'm just I'm grateful for them and they're just genuinely good people um so I'm just grateful for my family uh I'm grateful for everybody who came out and just was able to spend that time um and again I have my Vegas trip coming up 
in a few weeks and that'll be for my birthday and my girlfriend's birthday I've already uh, scheduled some things for her uh, to celebrate her birthday so just looking forward to that and hopefully I'll win enough money to where I can quit my job I'm not counting on it but I can always hope and dream um and before I get out of here, this week's Rebel Middle Finger goes to this white security guard who pulled the gun on a uniformed police officer, a black uniformed police officer. And I think this was in an IRS building. Um, he pulled the gun on a uniformed black police officer because he had a gun. That has to be one of the most ridiculous things I've ever heard in my life. The, it's on video. Um, there's no audio, but the video shows uh, the black officer walking to the office. He basically just asked somebody's uh, front desk a question. And next thing you know, you see this white security guard with a gun pointed at him. Now, the black officer, again, full uniform, badge showing, gun on his hip, all of that. And the security guard pulled a gun on him for having a gun. So hopefully that dude gets fired. I mean, that's why I believe in having some form of further um, training or background checks or something mental uh, competency test to carry a gun or something like that because you have to be something has to be wrong with you mentally to pull a gun on a police officer in full uniform that's just, that's just ridiculous so dude you're an idiot you get this week's verbal metal finger uh, that's it for this week As always, this is just my opinion. Until next week, peace.